From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. everyone. I'm so excited to announce that if you pre-order my new book, Energy in Action Now, you're going to get access to a video called Why Over-Focusing on the Law of Attraction Doesn't Work. This is an exclusive video only for people who pre-order my book. Inside of it, I will share three reasons why over-focusing on this law doesn't work, things to think about, and hopefully get you excited to read the book. So head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com, pre-order your copy. Thank you so much for your support in advance. I can't wait for you to be part of this community. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna Boyle, your host. Happy to have you here today. I'm really excited. Today is going to be a very interesting conversation. I have a fabulous guest, and I'll introduce you to that guest in just a moment. But today, we're going to be talking about relationships, folks. Yeah, we got to talk about relationships sometimes. And if you're new to the show, this is a show, Just Ask Spirit. It's a show, well, first of all, welcome if you're new. Glad you're here. Second of all, the show is about spirituality, making a connection between spirituality and mental health. And relationships, quite frankly, are a big part of our mental health. I mean, let's face it, if our relationships aren't doing so hot, then that can affect our mental health. Wouldn't you agree, everyone? And our connection to spirit. So if you're new to me, I'm Sherry Anna Boyle. I'm your host again, and I'm the author of many books. And my latest book is uh, in pre-order mode, folks. It's called Energy in Action. Comes out with Sounds True. And my fellow, uh, my person I'm interviewing today also is an author with Sounds True. So uh, Matt Kahn's here. Hi, Matt. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> what, a, what an honor to be here with you. Yeah, I'm so excited to meet you. I'm like a little bit like, woohoo, Matt Kahn's here. Yay. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So those of you um, who don't know, Matt is, has written a book. It's his second. No, I'm sorry. Matt, it's your third book? My fourth well, book, actually. Fourth book. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Four books. Okay. So this yeah. is your fourth book called All for Love, The Transformative Power of Holding Space. <laughs> and I just want the audience to know that... Um, Matt, you know, you're you're pretty out there on YouTube. So if anyone wants to check out Matt there, and the last name is spelled K-A-H-N. Um, you're a spiritual teacher, empathic healer, speaker. Um, I thought in your bio, what was interesting to me, Matt, was you were named one of the top 100 most <laughs> spiritually influenced people by Watkins Magazine alongside Dalai Lama, folks, and Eckhart Tolle. You must have been like flying high that day, Matt. You know what? I, I, when I read that, first of all, my, to think about the fact that I've written four books is so astounding. I remember just the other day I had to actually count, wait, how many books have I written? Actually, yeah. then I did some math and it was, wait, 
I was born in this year. This is this year. I actually had to do math to figure out how old I was. I forgot. So, um, but yeah, you know, when I got that honor of being one of the hundred most spiritually influential people in the world, um, it was one of those things where sometimes when you find your purpose, right, you get so in the work and just head down, do the work. And then you kind of peek your head up at one point and you go, how did I get here? And so for me to think about the fact I've done this work for 18 years, I've written four books, um, I've, I've received accolades like you just described. The, the feeling was honestly, it was, it was very humbling because I take very seriously the ability to positively influence and help and support people. And for me, it's such a lifelong desire and joy. So when I got that honor, it was like, that was awesome. But I think the deeper feeling for me is what a joy it is to be able to serve the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, could, I couldn't agree with you more. And it, it's funny because uh, my husband came home one day and he said, um, yeah, someone asked me today um, how many books you wrote. And I told him, you've written four books, right? And I'm like, no, I've written 10. And he's <laughs> like, you've written 10 books? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I And he was like, he actually, he was like, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know that. And I'm like, it's okay, honey. It's all right. You don't know what I'm doing. I'm in my little corner writing. <laughs> you know, when I go, Shh. <laughs> I'm that's, in the, funny. that's the worst. Like when you're in mid thought and somebody mm -hmm. comes in and asks you a question, you're like, oh gosh, I don't want to lose where I am right now. So I've learned mm -hmm. to like write in different spaces. But that's but that's fabulous, Matt. And you know, again, congratulations on those accolades. That's 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 tremendous. And and it's all for love, isn't it? Right, yes. Matt. It's all it's all for love. Tell us a little bit about how you got here. I mean, for someone who doesn't know your work, right. how did you land like in this space, and how'd that happen? I think I won a raffle in heaven. To be honest, but <laughs> I. So, you know, when I was a kid, I was an empath who didn't know that they were an empath, which means I couldn't really de decipher my emotions from other people's feelings. And so I always thought that I, you know, the feelings I felt around people, which I didn't know I was tuning into their emotional state, I felt was their opinion of me. So I spent most of my childhood trying to cheer everyone up because I thought if they're happy, they must like and accept me, which is very exhausting. But as empaths, you know, we, we micromanage and we people please. And um, that was my parents' marriage counselor since age 11 and all sorts of interesting things. But it turned out to be the greatest training ground of my life, to be honest. And after a series of awakenings, I started connecting with my spirit guides, which everyone has a different way of connecting with guides. I have an extraordinary ability to hear, see, and feel guides. And so I've been, I started this journey when I was in my late or my early 20s, I was a personal trainer. Uh, and then I went through a spiritual emergence and started talking to guides and giving you know intuitive readings. And of course, you can imagine people who knew me were like, what's happening to Matt? He was, so now, you know, like, can I get this straight? So you're, yeah. you're like a personal trainer, like a fitness trainer. Like a bodybuilder. Like a bodybuilder. Yeah, I used to be a bodybuilder. I was going to compete in bodybuilding. Interesting. And, um, <laughs> and so you start giving readings like how to just like off the you start just channeling were they just naturally coming out or so the so the long and the short was i was a personal trainer and i was working at a gym where i was spotting someone on a lift i went to catch a weight that they dropped and it wasn't a heavy weight at all it was just an awkward movement and i felt this strange feeling in my back 
Next day, I was in excruciating pain. Turned out I had two bulging discs. So then I was out of work for a year on pain medication, weekly epidural shots, and really just excruciating pain. And after a year of this, you know, and I realized I couldn't live like this. And I just, after a year of excruciating pain, I said to the universe in such a depth of despair, I said, if you heal my back, I will serve your will. And this had come after a lifetime of being interested in spirituality, but not really diving deeply. And as I said, if you heal my back, I'll serve your will. My back was completely healed in 10 seconds. What? It's a true story. And it it was so confusing because I went, how did I spend a year, 24 hours in excruciating pain? And then it just changed. And And you're off all medications and things like that. Everything's done at that moment. It's as mesmerizing now when I retell the story as it was um, like for someone to say like, oh yeah, I was healed in 10 seconds and I went out. No, no, no. That is a journal entry. That is like what just happened. And so from that point forward, I had this experience. I was in a grocery store and I was next to this woman and my, my guide started speaking to me and they said, well, first of all, at that point, my guide starts speaking to me and introducing themselves. And I thought, well, I'm either talking to spirit guides or I am going crazy. And I kind of kept that both sides because it made me feel safe to explore it. Uh, Cause I didn't, I didn't want to just be this person who assumed I was talking to guides. And um, so I, I would listen to the, what they would say and they would teach me things. And they would say, not just pay attention to what we say, but the vibration of what's behind it. And everything always came from love. Mm-hmm. And that was always the consistency that let me listen and pay attention. So then I'm in a grocery store and I'm next to this woman and my guide, Melchizedek, my main guide, who is Jesus's teacher, looks like Gandalf the wizard. He says, tell her this message from her deceased grandmother. And I thought, I am not doing that at all. (laughs) I will not do that, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, That's what I will not be doing in the orange section of the produce. And then I had a feeling in my heart, like if I don't, it's going to explode. So I turned to this lady and I said, look, we don't know each other, but I I'm being told to tell you this from your grandmother. And I gave the message and she said, I have been grieving her. And that just, and she burst into tears and it was a healing. I walked away and I said to Melchizedek, I said, okay, that was amazing. And do I have to do that again? And so then a few days later, I'm driving through Redondo Beach in California where I used to live. And I passed by this spiritual bookstore and they say, go in there. Okay, fine. And they said, tell them about what you see. And I said, hey, why am I, why am I surrounded by violet light? And they said, take our psychic development course. So now I'm in a class with five other people at what I call psychic day camp. <laughs> and they're asking me to do these things that I just somehow have the ability to do. And they say, can you give a reading? And I said, well, what book do you want me to read from? Like, I'm just being funny, but what's a reading? And they put me in front of someone and I'm sitting in front of this person. They said, read them. And my, my thought was, this is ridiculous. And as soon as I thought that, it came through. And I have no idea how I do it, but I just got in the habit of learning that when I put myself in this position, it happens. And what happened was I began doing readings. Then within a month, I had a full-time schedule of healing sessions I was doing. And every session, I was not only intuitively giving guidance, I was also teaching myself all my processes while I was doing it. So I would be doing healing sessions while standing outside of myself taking notes. And after 13 years, 
and about 12,500 individual sessions, I mastered the specific way that I facilitate healing that it's different than a lot of the way it's conventionally offered because I taught myself my process while doing it, which is such a mind-bending thing. And as I'm dialoguing with people about all these different spiritual paths, that's how I learned about the paths and, oh, there's this pothole or there's this, hmm. And so I, I learned about spirituality by watching and observing myself in healing sessions. And that's the way that I learn best. But if I look back, I go, what a tidal wave. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot happening at once. Yeah. But I was raised in a family of yeah. emotional volatility. So for me, intensity is comfortable. And mm. when when the stakes are raised the highest, I'm the most comfortable. So for me, it was the best way to learn. It didn't feel like stress. It felt very exciting. And I was just so in the learning process and fascinated by really understanding what's happening on a multidimensional level. And when you work with multidimensional energy, it's so surreal because you're, you're, you're interacting with almost a universe within a universe. And I was so focused, and I still to this day have this feeling. I love constantly up-leveling myself and doing the work personally, because I always want to make sure I am the clearest for every person I serve, because I truly believe that's what we all deserve. And it has just been such a labor of love, and I'm absolutely madly in love with the service that I offer, and I'm so glad that people mm -hmm. also feel the same. I can, I can so appreciate that, Matt, because I always say, and, and I also channel, and I, I appreciate that going between two worlds, you know, yeah. having a conversation and going back and forth. And what I appreciate about you saying that is, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, people will get readings, right? Mm -hmm. And if, if that person you're reading, I, maybe I'll see what you think about this. Some people, it's not that the information isn't necessarily accurate, but perhaps it can be skewed a little bit if they're not taking care of themselves, right? So I always say to clients, you know, sometimes I get clients who are upset <laughs> by a reading, right? right? And and I always say, well, you know, you don't know vibrationally where that person was at when they delivered those messages. So I so appreciate you saying that, that my uh, you're choosing to show up in your highest form yeah. to be able to give this information, whether it's through your readings or your books or your classes or whatever you do. I think right. that is absolutely essential. Everyone listening, our yeah. audience, when you do choose to choose a spiritual coach or class or whatever, I would you agree, Matt? I would agree. I would say to not constantly work on keeping your filters clean and clear, understanding the signs and really uh, taking the time to observe yourself to know here are the signals when it's coming from my ego and here are the signals when it's coming from a higher realm to really know that, that and, to, and to just, it would be like allowing yourself to be surgically operated on by a surgeon who doesn't wash their hands. So in the same way, we wouldn't have a surgeon not wash their hands in the same way. Intuitives must always stay because we are athletes. This is our sport. And, and yeah. just like athletes train, our training is 
what does my diet need to be? What does my level of exercise need to be? I, my life is literally designed around the high level performance because I transmit an energy that whether online or in person in front of thousands of people, thousands of people are going through the same healing experience that one person used to go through in my sessions. I learned how to do it for many wow. at once. So for, for the training I have to go through to maintain that and to expand that and to up-level that, what I will also say, and I want to touch upon this, is if you go and get an intuitive reading by anyone, and I don't do personal readings anymore, I just do uh, workshops and big events. Yeah. So I want to serve the most amount of people I can. When you go to a reading, if you get an intuitive reading and it resonates with you, that's a sign that you are in tune with your intuition to some degree and you walk away a little bit more in tune with yourself. If you have a reading and the person isn't clear or whatever the case may be and you go, that doesn't resonate, that's showing you that you know yourself deeper than you think. So I believe that an intuitive reading on either side, whether the surgeon has washed their hands or they're filthy. The design is for people to walk away more aware of their connection to the universe and more in tune with themselves, whether it manifests as a clear reading or an unclear reading. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That makes a lot of sense. And I also love the fact that you're going for the larger group. Yeah. Right. Because it's so important now on the planet, right, that we reach as many people as we possibly can Absolutely. and we help to change. And it is happening, right? It is happening, even though it sometimes looks a little yucky out there. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you know, you know, I'll tell you the state of the world when things go the way they go, because I was raised in a family of emotional volatility and I learned to be very comfortable in volatility. For me, when things get intense, is where I want to, you know, I'm raising my hand like, yo, front lines, please let me in there first. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's because I thrive on the ability to offer relief. And, and you know, if, if for, for both of us, for all of us as light workers, if we have the ability to help bring relief to someone's life and spare them of days, weeks, or months of agonizing confusion. You know, it is my, like I've had fans meet me on the street, which is a beautiful joy and in the grocery store and had people ask me questions. And if I have the ability to stop my day and for 10 seconds say and do something in the middle of a grocery store and someone's life completely changes, like why wouldn't I? Like it's, it's just such a privilege to be a vessel for spirit. And my life revolves around that as my highest value. Mm. I love your grocery store examples because I, I spend half my life in the grocery store and I always think, gosh, don't I have other examples to give? Because but I'm always at the grocery store. I also love the fact that you're you're mentioning the clean living and the clean yeah. diet and and really watching your alcohol intake and things like that, right? right. Because I've been doing that forever. And I remember um years ago, I remember girls night out, everybody's going out and there's drinking. And then they went to a movie and I had just walked away from like this incredible, like sacred circle. We were chanting and I was doing, you know, really doing my energy tools. And then I went to girls night out and I was like, I, I couldn't even, I was, I, I left. And because I, I was like, it's just too, i just was in this, like this piece. And now I'm watching this <laughs> This movie that was like had just I just couldn't stand it, right. and and I 
for so long, and maybe those of you who are listening right now can relate to this. I felt a little bit like a black sheep because yeah. I thought people think, oh, she's so uptight, you know, right. like you can't, right? Or, you know, or, or gosh, you know, she only allows herself one drink because that's my policy. When I go out yeah. to dinner, I get yeah. one drink. Right. That's it. And then I'm done. <laughs> and um, and it's because I channel. It's not because I'm trying to make you feel like you drink too much. Right. Right. <laughs> Some people take it like, you know, she must judge me. No, I'm just doing it because I know I have clients in the morning sure. and that's going to affect the information. So you can relate th to that as well. I can. And, you know, for many, just in all honesty, for many years, my vibration could drag my physical body along. And I was eating relatively healthy and there were things that, you know, weren't as dialed in. And then, and then, you know, as I reached my forties and I, you know, people could talk about metabolism changes, but what I really think what happened was I reached a certain peak in my expansion and, and, and the universe said, look, for you to go to the next level, here's an even higher level of commitment, right? It's kind of like a new, a new contract, a new five-year contract. Like, Hey, you could coast where you're at, or you and I always want to go to the next level. So, what is required of me? And so, I I had to start looking at some childhood patterns I had, where I'd have one foot in, one foot out, commit to some level, but always have one foot out. And so, this was my chance to really. And I was also raised in a family where health was something that you did when a doctor scared you with news. I I was raised in a family where. Um, food was a reward. And I decided I wanted to change my lifestyle, not only for the longevity of my body. I want, I, you know, I've been a vessel of spirit and my body has been something I haven't always been aware of, to be honest. And I wanted to, on behalf of my family, first, I wanted to do something I've never done before in my life. And then I wanted to up-level my commitment to my audience and to spirit. And then I wanted to do something that my family doesn't have the ability to willingly choose for themselves. And with both of my parents deceased, I knew if I made this commitment, I could help their soul evolve in heaven. And I could help clear some karmic patterns that my family held onto based on my ability to freely choose and, and from a place of actual desire, learn how rewarding a healthy lifestyle has been. And of course, over the years, it led me into cooking and I'm extraordinary in that department. And I'm even going to, you know, figure out a way to integrate that in, into my spirituality and, and teach conscious cooking. Um, hmm. But what I have realized in being healthy, and I can say, like, if I go out with friends, I'm usually the guy, I either drink a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, which hmm. is, you know, a little caffeine, no big deal. But I, what's interesting is that I have gone healthy a few times in my life and then I've gone backwards. And what I realized was I would eat healthy and I would feel so privileged to eat this cleanly that it actually bumped up against my self-worth. And it, I actually didn't know how to let in that much joy. Mm. And I had to, over many years, prepare myself and build my self-worth up to actually be ready to handle the joy that comes when we are consistently healthy. On the other side, it seems like a big struggle and a big sacrifice. The truth is you have to prepare your self-worth because we really don't have any idea of how much energy we have, how happy we will be, and how much power will flood our system 
when we start making the decisions that we can only make when we're ready to make them. And as someone who has made those decisions, um, I feel so privileged to be able to live the life I live and to even offer an even higher level of clarity for the world. I feel like I'm living a video game that I want, to be honest. I love it. (laughs) If you're just tuning in, Just Ask Spirit audience, uh, speaking with Matt Kahn, who's the author of All for Love, The Transformative Power of Holding Space. And we're going to talk about Matt's new book and perhaps Mm. give you some tips for for all for love and for holding space and relationships after the break. So we'll be right back. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, Processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Finding unique artisan jewelry can be a problem, especially when you want a handmade custom mala, desire specific crystals and gemstones, or that special quality piece that is a form of your own self-expression. My name is Jillian, owner and designer of Jillian Inspired Designs. Our company mission is to create jewelry that inspires, uplifts, and even empowers you. Why not have jewelry as your personal statement of who you are and all you are becoming? We give you unique designs, accentuated with semi-precious gems for healing energies, meaningful symbols, and sacred geometry. Come to us with your custom order or shop our website for high-quality, lovely jewelry for you and your loved ones. Find us at www.jillianinspired.com, spelled G-I-L-L-I-A-N-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D.com. And now, use code JUSTASKSPIRIT for 15% off your next purchase. Create a custom mala or special piece with us. We can't wait to inspire you. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. 
It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SharianaBoyle.com. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sharianna Boyle, and I'm hanging out here with Matt Kahn. Hi, Matt. <laughs> We're still here, right? We're, we didn't go anywhere. Uh, Matt's new book, everyone, is called All for Love, The Transformative Power of Holding Space. And you can find that book anywhere, I'm pretty sure, because we we have the same publisher. So anywhere, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that good stuff. Holding Space, The Transformative mm. Power of Holding Space. Yes. Uh, tell us about that. So holding space, you know, we think of very simple examples of one of your relatives is in the hospital and you're visiting them to let them know that they're supported. Holding space is when your presence is aware of someone's ordeal, upheaval, and trauma, and you are supporting them with companionship, whether you have the ability to change their circumstances or not. So I think of holding space. If we were to kind of just give it a simple definition. Holding space is an awareness. It's an awareness that we all carry traumas. We've all endured suffering, pain, loss, tragedy, trauma. We're grieving on some level. And the awareness that when we show up every day in our lives, we are interacting with a mishmash of people a mixture of their highest attributes with their unprocessed pain. And sometimes we're showing up that way as well. And that when we become aware of holding space, what it means is, is that the way people show up at each interaction is not against us. It's not a punishment. It is actually a view into the healing process they may not even know they're actually on. And Contrary to an old belief that says, well, the pain they're processing is a mirror of my pain, the truth is we first heal our pain in ourselves in the first person point of view, the I am, right? The I am hurting, the I am suffering. Then other people give us a chance to see what we've healed or what we are healing from a different point of view, from afar. And so as we hold space for other people's healing, we deepen our own healing. And as we become more loving and heart-centered in our own healing journey, we're able to show up and be that way for others. And instead of waiting for others to act in a way that pleases us and validates and fulfills us, we learn to be validated and fulfilled by how we show up, no matter how anyone else is able to be. And so it literally is a doorway, an awareness that is a doorway into emotional freedom and total liberation. So can I play devil's advocate here? Absolutely. Okay. What if, what if somebody's super negative, Matt? What if, what if, how do you hold space for someone who's bitching, complaining, mm -hmm. uh, kind of uh, negative? Mm -hmm. What do you do? Tell us. Yeah. Well, there's, so I'll give you an example. So I was having lunch once with a friend many years ago, and my friend was going through a tremendous upheaval in their relationship. And for that person, all they could do was disparage their partner and judge them. And you won't believe what they did today. And I listened. I listened. And then when there was a pause, I said, wow, that sounds like quite a problem you have there. 
And then she says, and another thing and goes, next thing, <laughs> next thing, next thing. But the difference is I don't drink people's negativity when I allow it to be their experience I'm holding space for. The codependency in us as empaths says, I see a better way for you and let me in an unsolicited way give you advice. And now we're in a codependent spiral because someone else, in order for them to think you're right, has to feel wrong in themselves. And if they've been corrected by parents and that came in a demeaning and demoralizing way, then they're going to resist your insights as a way of acting out that memory with their parents. So I sat there and I said, wow, I just, I literally just acknowledged where they were at and how they were seeing it. And I made no corrections. And I said, wow, that sounds like a problem. I said, speaking of problems, I, I can't figure out what I should have for lunch. What do you suggest? And then she went back into it, back into it, back into it. And I just listened and I said, wow, I really hear you. Wow, that's quite something. That's all I said. And then in the middle of lunch, she paused and she says, you as a spiritual, spiritual teacher must think that what I'm saying is ridiculous. Mm. And I said to her, I said, do you think what you're saying is ridiculous? And she says, I don't know. I said, well, I'm here for you while you don't know. And I'm here listening and I'm interested. And as she went along, my depth of listening actually unraveled the entire structure. I literally did nothing but offer an acknowledgement of, I hear and see where you're at. Her subconscious strategy was, I want someone to rescue me so I can argue with someone. I did not do that. I'm a companion, not a rescuer. Now, when I'm working as a healer, and someone gives me consent, whole different ballgame. But I'm there as a friend. And as empaths, our temptation is to become rescuers. And then we get into battles, then we get into fights. And most people who are embroiled in relational conflict will defend their abusers more than they will come to Jesus in a conversation. So I think there's a really sophisticated way where we learn to meet people exactly where they're at. And there's no greater practice in that than meeting ourselves where we're at. And when I did this, what I noticed is all the negativity this person was embodying and spewing not only did not stick to my field, but my light actually transmuted it within hers by doing less than I ever attempted in the past when I had these, uh, I'm trying to be helpful and now I'm in a conflict with someone. So I have the, an ability, and this is why I teach this. We can be in relationship with people that are in pain who are negative. We just have to be in such a place of clarity and presence and compassion where our light is what we're empathing to help them but only in a way they will receive it. And when you just meet someone exactly where they're at and confirm, I hear where you're at and this is happening, then that reflection brings their awareness more into what they can do without us having to be the people in charge of that. So it's a very fascinating process. Oh, that's, that's great. Thank you, Matt. That was well, well said, beautiful, beautiful story. <laughs> 
to to share with us. And I'm I'm also thinking, and you can let me know what your thoughts are about this in terms of the physical aspects, because so many people now, Matt, they're on their phones, they sort of talk out the cough. Nobody's really making eye contact like they used to. Right. You know, so I'm sort of imagining you and your friends sitting across from each other, right? I mean, right. imagining, which certainly kind of sets you up for holding space. Mm-hmm. What do you speak to that? Because, you know, we, you know, we as a family, I have three daughters and we just went out to dinner. And I know those parents who are out there listening right now can relate to put your phone away, put your phone away, put your phone away. <laughs> you know, like it's dinner, we're together, right? And and here we are as a family holding space, mm-hmm. listening to each other. Uh, and so speak to that part of it for people who are feeling like, like, okay, you're it kind of thing, meaning they're going in two different directions mm-hmm. and not really having that time where you can truly listen. What do you say to that? Well, even just to kind of, you know, just the story I told about negativity, the reason why I think the inside dropped in is because I had a mom, God bless her, who my dad would, would would be sharing his feelings. My mom would say, don't be negative. And it would come with this <laughs> negative. So I learned, you know, how, yeah. how uh, contradictory that was. But you know, I, I, I live a very beautiful life. I, I have a lot of amazing friends, but I also have a lot of time I spend in solitude. And there are times where I'll actually take myself out to dinner and I've done that. And I've even given my, you know, I've even done a thing and I do it often where I go to dinner by myself, no phone on at all. Oh, because what I've noticed is, and, and again, my phone is a beautiful tool, but I'm, I don't live on my phone at all. Um, I don't live on my phone at all. And the reason is, is because for most people, the phone, the smartphone has become an external manifestation of their mind. Like when I was a kid, I'd be around relatives who would just be like lost in thought and like at the table, but not checked out. And now we have a smart device to give us an ability to check out. So when I'm going to dinner with my friends and we all have the same kind of rule, none of us really the only time we check our phones is if one of our relatives is in the hospital waiting for updates, things like that. Usually what we all do is if we excuse ourselves to go to the restroom, that's when we check the phone. But at the table, no phone whatsoever. And when I'm with people at whatever level of presence, which is, is fine, you know, everything's fine. I'm just there to engage. I'm there to give, I'm there to ask questions if I sense that they're taking it like an interrogation, which I'm just excited to know people, I kind of pull back a little bit. Maybe the conversation goes more surface, maybe it goes deeper. But I think that it's time that we see that the phone has become a manifestation of the mind. And the mind is not a bad tool. The mind gets a bad rap for how it functions when it is separate from coherence with the heart. And so I think what is interesting is that the mind for many years has been like a wall protecting the heart from opening. And now in front of the wall, we have a new wall called the phone. So I think if we put our phones down, we allow the wall of the mind to lower, not because the mind is negative. It's not an enemy. It's that the mind needs to reunite with its lover, the heart. And the mind and heart reunite and it drops into the gut. And I think one of the ways that we practice this process with our families, our loved ones, is that quality time or meal time involves no phone usage whatsoever. 
Yeah. In fact, I did a retreat once in front of a large audience. And I said, we could make this the deepest meditation retreat. And I joked and I said, we would have a large bin. Everyone puts their phone in it and we just sit there and watch and watch until we, people freak out. Because <laughs> what, what yeah. I love technology. I love that right now technology is allowing this conversation to reach me. Sure. I love yeah. technology because of how it's used consciously. Sure. But at the same time, uh, technology gives us the impression that if things don't happen fast enough, there's an app I can download to get me what I want. And what that actually does is it builds more ego. And as we rely more on technology, we are less emotionally equipped and empowered to embody our presence and make inspired choices to become the new heroes that inspire the world. So when we look at a generation of kids who are very savvy technology-wise, but don't have the emotional development or the ability to seize the day and put things together, and again, there are many people in this generation that do that, so it's not across the board, but when we see how the phone becomes a replacement, right? the phone becomes the ego's ego, how little time do we spend connecting with our hearts, relating to other people? And usually what we have in today's day and age is that most people talking, it's not their words, it's their thoughts. It's just thinking out loud. It's like it's so true. There's no filter. There's no filter. <laughs> and so that's why in my spiritual path, what I teach, obviously heart-centered consciousness, love for all, but my biggest thing, as much as I teach about levels of evolution, expansion, awakening, enlightenment, healing the cellular body, my biggest, my biggest contribution, my biggest joy is I want to make spiritual beings more empowered and more polite. And not yeah. polite like I'm trying to get what I want as a manipulative tactic, but polite in terms of tact, diplomacy. In terms of we live on a planet that's has a lot of unconscious atrocity. And we are not only going to be the beings that resolve it, but we are going to resolve it in a way that shows no disrespect to those yeah. who are integrity. Dead. You're talking about integrity. Integrity. That's integrity. The yeah. central totally got it. Yeah. of my work as much and as it, we do a lot of big yeah. stuff. And it works. You know, as a yeah. as a mom of three, I'm yeah. seeing yeah, well, one, the adults' behavior, you know, we kids really do learn what they yep. see, right? Yeah. Um, and it and certainly the friends and the society has strong influence, but us one thing we control is our own behavior, right? right. And the one thing that I do, my personal practice is I wake up every day and I sit in the same chair, it's outside the kitchen, and I go through a cleanse, which is emotional detox. My 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 step process that I developed when I was in crisis. And my daughter, my oldest daughter now is, you know, have been watching me do that for years. And now it's so fascinating. She's only 22. Wonderful. We get up in the morning. She sees me. We have this rule. We don't talk. <laughs> and if anybody talks, we remind each other members when I supposed to talk, she goes off and does her practice. Yeah. I do my practice, but I never told her to do that. Right. I never said go meditate. She doesn't check her phone. Yeah. 
it honestly, folks who are listening, it's all been through watching me be consistent, That's right? right? Exactly. Every day. And I get up early and she gets up early and I never listen. Folks, if you're like, my kid won't do that. She was that kid. I was like, she'll never, there's no way. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like she's too all over the place, but she's doing it. And so I got to pat myself on the back for that one because that took a lot of dedication, but it, it fulfills me, right? It fulfills me as, as you have that as well. This is, Matt, you're lovely. I just love your energy, a beautiful voice. You've, Thank you. I can feel the love. I feel like I'm getting an energy healing just talking. Yeah. Do people feel that around you? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I, 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 it's called a transmission of presence. So as I, I, you're, you're transmuting it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never told that to a guest. Audience, you know, you can, you can back me up on that. I'm feeling like I'm getting a clearing right now, just sitting around you. But thank you. And by the way, what's funny is that before I knew I was doing this, I it was confusing of like, how come everyone I go to lunch with is tranced out? And I didn't realize that I'm, you know, doing this energy work, which just kind of works through me. But but I love what you said about leading by example. It was something my so I applaud that and I honor you for that. I I was told by my guides many years ago, life is a game of follow the leader. And Whatever you want for other people to be differently, be that in yourself. And in the beginning, it feels like you're being something other than yourself because you define yourself by your conditions. But you get into this place where you remember that, oh, that's who I really am. And you get into a place where the higher you go in vibration, the less options there are, because the only option is just the most inspired option. And you really don't need options because the one way is the only way. And if we think about the patience, the ocean has battering waves against the side of a hill. And we'll do that for thousands of years just to carve out a peninsula. If we think about how many years it takes for geology to shift and change, like a patient artist doing little things for an effect that will happen 10,000 years ahead, and the similarity of you just doing your practice, and 20-some-odd years later, that in inspiring your daughter, that's how consciousness evolves. And so I really applaud that in you, and I think it really shows that when we don't have an attachment to time our consistency is the transformer of reality. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. And everyone, Matt Con, <laughs> go check him out. It's mattcon.com, right? Matt's yeah, Matt Con, oh, actually, it's mattcon.org. .org. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you yeah. said that. Um, <laughs> latest book, folks, because this is the fourth one, All for Love, The Transformative Power of Holding Space. Oh. Thank you, Matt. So we're going to take another quick break, everyone. I'll be right back with a message from Spirit to close out the show. Take care. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Be right back. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work. And of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. <laughs> 
So zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherriannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Finding unique artisan jewelry can be a problem, especially when you want a handmade custom mala, desire specific crystals and gemstones, or that special quality piece that is a form of your own self-expression. My name is Jillian, owner and designer of Jillian Inspired Designs. Our company mission is to create jewelry that inspires, uplifts, and even empowers you. Why not have jewelry as your personal statement of who you are and all you are becoming? We give you unique designs, accentuated with semi-precious gems for healing energies, meaningful symbols, and sacred geometry. Come to us with your custom order, or shop our website for high-quality, lovely jewelry for you and your loved ones. Find us at www.jillianinspired.com, spelled G-I-L-L-I-A-N-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D.com. And now, use code JUSTASKSPIRIT for 15% off your next purchase. Create a custom mala or special piece with us. We can't wait to inspire you. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you so much for showing up today. I hope that you enjoyed the show as much as I did. And I want to remind everyone that many of the authors that are on this show, including my books, are over at the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. Just Ask Spirit Marketplace is, you know, we've got some spiritual goods there, also some services there that you can check out. And you can go to sherriannaboyle.com. And while you're on sherriannaboyle.com, don't forget I have a free resources there. There's a realignment kit that you can download right away. And what it is, is a page of questions that you can ask yourself and answer. And it really gets the energy moving and it helps you to kind of align in mind, body, and spirit to yourself. So go on or over to sherriannaboyle.com, check out the marketplace and grab your free resources. So I checked in with spirit and spirit is gave me the 
insight um, to tell you, to share with you, it said these words, just this is a time to take a deep dive, take a deep dive into self-discovery, take a deep dive into self-exploration. And really the, the feeling and the messaging was all about really discover. So if you're someone who feels like you don't have a lot of belief in yourself, or you're not really sure where to anchor your beliefs in terms of, um, I believe in myself really in this category or this category, this is where I feel like I can really believe in myself. If, if, if you're having difficulty with that, Spirit says that, that means you need to go a little bit more into that self-discovery piece. And, and very often, that means getting out of your comfort zone, folks getting out of your comfort zone and asking yourself the question, what if, what if, not the what if this happens kind of question, but what if, what if I looked into this? What if I offered this? What if I explored this a little bit further? That's what taking a deep dive looks like. And what Spirit said, that's what's going to help you to really build a belief in something, right? Place where you can feel that sense of purpose and where you can feel completely anchored and one. The other thing I want to remind you is my new book is out called Energy in Action. It's on pre-order. And that's a great book for spiritual alignment. It includes 13 spiritual laws. I believe that when we overfocus on one law, which is very often is the law of attraction, that we overcomplicate things. You really have to focus on all the laws. And I've given you 52 practices in that book to help you really get clear on what they are and how the spiritual laws of the universe help us to energetically align and raise your vibration. It's a really incredible book. I'm so proud of it. And I hope that you take a moment to pre-order that today, also on cherryannaboyle.com. Thanks so much. And until until next time, remember your emotions matter. You matter. That your emotions need to be processed because processing them matters more. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.